on Mutiny Radio, where the soothing sounds you hear are from plastic that's flat and black and full of grooves. Match.com or fucking Facebook too <laughs> in real life. This guy was going to have a great career, but then he got into a car accident. This guy was on Mork and Mindy. 
Uh, he was on Laverne and Shirley as a regular on um, He started James at 16. Do you remember that show? Yeah, I remember James at 16. I'm That's a little a bit older show. than you. Are you sure you remember no, it? It's it was a like two years show. before your time. I'm familiar with James. It is, it is before my time, but I know the show. Yeah, so... James at 16 was 1978, in which I was like 12. I definitely was a regular watcher of that show. It was like a first time, you know, something serial, you know. It was interesting. <clears throat> this guy was on it. That's how we started. Huh. He was on Night Shift. You know that movie, Henry Winkler? Oh, of course. That's, uh, oh, look, there's a hot dog between her boobies. And yeah, they're pick just it doing up. another... See, this is the thing. Like people say, like, oh, I, when it comes to bad movies, we can't movie riff comedies, or because they're very bad. But I love bad comedies. Only in this world does this exist, right? In real life, yes. remember the time this woman came and she had a hot dog between her tits, and you had to like pull it out in front of all these learning guys. Uh oh, here's the videos. This music is so generic. Oh, you know its name? The video it? Idiot? Yeah, That's it's right. hilarious. This performance is the best. This is the most fearless Now, as you said before, this is John Grise. And in Napoleon Dynamite, he was Uncle Rico. Yeah, right. And he does something completely different in Uncle Rico. Look at him, he's fucking... But, like, he's always been in movies and we just didn't know it. Right. He was in Men in Black as the van driver. He was, like, disgusting bugs. He was in The Rundown as one of the hoods. The Rundown. He was in all of the Taken movies. He's been under our nose. Yeah, well, I think he, like, he kind of had a, a 70s presence. Right, like he did. A, he kind of had what? I, I get him and another actor mixed up, but there's a. Uh, I get him. Well, there's James Legros, right? This, I I don't know actually. Right. Yeah. Here he is. He's, Take your Oh, look at that. The, the girls are moving around like Pac-Man. Yeah, that's right. And they don't get much other action. That's what those girls get. They they pretend they always act in unison, and they're it's like they're henchmen for him. Uh huh. But -da 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 -da. King Vidiot and his mindless henchmen ever hit the video arcade. <laughs> Here's our heavy. Here's our heavy. Look at Joe jo jo Don Baker. Never looks better. You know he's a Texan just by looking at him, even though he isn't in this movie. Well, he has such a thick accent. There's no way. So, like, this guy wasn't ever really in the biggest thing ever. I mean, he established himself as a Western cowboy action star, you know, in the fifth on the TV. But, but he, you know, his face because he's been in a million movies. But he was never in that great role. Well, Remember no, that? I, I disagree. I disagree because he was in Walking Tall, right? Walking Tall, right? Two and three. Yeah. The, and he, yeah, played, he was uh, the big deal in Walking Tall. That kind of was his big break. Yeah. He was a football player beforehand. I'm going to take a guess. I don't think he was a football player, but no. Um, he played Felix. But I don't have my background in front of me about him yeah. 100%. But he has played Felix. Do you remember Felix from the James Bond movies? The, the cat. No, <laughs> the, yeah, the cat. The wonderful. Do you ever? He's a wonderful. Hey, you know, have you ever tried Felix's bag of tricks? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. I was okay, this guy again, yeah. Scott McGinnis. You never saw him on Star Trek? Wait, Ted McGinnis, you said? Scott. Is he the brother of Ted McGinnis who is in Married with Children and Happy Days? Uh, I don't think so. I think so. You mentioned that movie Wacko? Yeah. He was in it. He played Norman Bates. 
Okay, so there you go. So they, so that's also by the same director and had Joe Don mm-hmm. Baker. Oh, Fast yep. Farted. One time he was on um, Facts of Life. <laughs> he smelled his own fart. Anyway, even though maybe you don't know it, but he played a young lieutenant dubbed as Mr. Adventure by Uhura, you know, when they were in the transfer room in Star Trek Three, And that's what makes it exciting to... Okay, so hang on a second. For me. What an amazing body. Mama? <laughs> Pardon? And she has you know, I think accent. you cut it lettuce once or was a cabbage. Okay, now there's the mom. Um, excuse me, there's the daughter, and she's doing Valley Girl. At least I didn't take them. I think they're dubbed yeah. it in. All right, now, Patsy, we have an understanding. You will not go to the arcade again, right? Here you go. Daddy, if I want to go to the arcade, like, I am going to go. Oh, <laughs> what a bitch. <laughs> Okay. No one talks that way. Well, she certainly does go to the arcade every day, and that chafes this guy's ass, and he's going to make trouble for the. I'm watching Fat Burger make like a fat sandwich. It's ketchup on something. So Scott McLean, this guy, is, I think his brother has to be the actor Ted McLean. Uh-huh. So Ted McGinnis Ted McGinnis is an actor who shows up in Happy Days He marries Darcy In Married with Children His last name is like Marcy His last name is Darcy And she became Marcy Darcy Does that ring a bell? No Alright For me, brothers. for me I don't know, what do he I looks, know? He looks exactly the same They look like brothers Okay I Nailed it Nailed it Nailed it McGinnis you want me to check a proof fact? A fact proof it? Nah, I can't even pronounce say, you call it. You snopes that shit. You snopes it. Uh oh, when the vans are knocking. When the vans are yeah, rocking. he goes. I put you in charge of official parking lot uh, observer. Go see what you can find and report back to us. But remember, they might not want to be disturbed, but they <laughs> are going to get disturbed. Oh, look at they got a big old hole oh. in the chat covering. They got a hot tub look. in there. Look at those tits. You see the boobs? Look, she's not mad. No, she doesn't mind. Whoa! I fell into the hot tub. Look at the smile. Did you see the smile? Well, the guy's happy. He's got another able body in this hot tub. What I mean is, you can tell from this, like, it's not a real thing. It's like, okay, roll him. Because if you really fell into your hot tub, you wouldn't be like, Let's oh, this is hilarious. You have a Pac-Man right? wipe into the other scene. Pac-Man goes across the screen. I'm sure Namco mm-hmm. is like, yeah, you can use our character. No problem. Right? Right. You, you can't do that now. You get sued by Pac-Man. Oh, by the way, I was thinking I should take you to the video arcade to my 12-year-old. So I went down to Willowbrook Mall. Oh, of course it's closed. Eight years ago, years and years ago it was closed. Right, it was Fun and Games Video Arcade uh, at the Willowbrook Mall. And, you know, it was a golden age because it was a Chuck E. Cheese right outside the mall. So you could hit two arcades, technically. They're showing the picture that they got of him in the car. They're teasing him. They tease him out throughout the whole thing. But look at his face. He's not a nerd. He's a cool kid, and he's got glasses on. <laughs> he put on a wig. Right. Well, he's he's just Jewish, that's all. Now, this game looks good. <laughs> She's looking They're at her lips. Free it's, a Pac- it's a Pac-Man ripoff where the like, blue cops are chasing uh, a burglar around a, a maze full of dots. Yeah, listen, let me speak to that. This film, this uh, video game that you're seeing here, absolutely was oh by the way they're playing strip 
video game. Ha ha. Uh, ha, ha. <laughs> okay. How can they get away with that? <laughs> the Willowbrook um, would not do this. You know, the blonde is very small in the chest area, yeah. but she's well proportioned. She looks like a little doll. A Barbie, Barbie doll. <laughs> right. Of course, Mike, I know you're a pig like me. Okay, let me speak to yes. this game. I just want to say that this is 100% a Pac-Man ripoff. Right. But it was a real game of the day, and Pac-Man is 100% featured in this game. You know the uh, the film. You know the company Midway? They right. made Pac-Man in the United States. That's right. Do you know? Yes. Okay. So they were completely partners with uh, this Graydon Clark, and... They, they he licensed the image of Pac-Man, and oh, they were like, "Fine, have it for dirt cheap because we want you to do it." And they, this great on Clark said, "Listen, do you have a game that's coming out because we can feature it in the movie, Which and then do. everyone will get hyped about it and buy it?" Which they do. Yeah, two games. The main one is called Satan's Hollow, and Which we'll see do. it like in a like. I dare you to go against me. If I win, you get the arcade. If you lose, we close. Or Satan's you know. Hollow is basically like a Space Invaders game where you have a ship in the bottom of the screen and you have to shoot above. Mm -hmm. What are we watching? Hello. And then uh, <laughs> um, we're watching nice a, a time before pornography in your on your telephone. That's what we're watching. You have uh -huh. to go to the movies to see this stuff. Yeah, Ted's brother has got two ladies back to back on him. <laughs> what about the video game contest? Ted's brother. Ted's we brother. don't even know that. Scott. Uh, hey, what is Pluto pouring into the uh, love shack? It's um, like a fire. Actually, it's a it's a um, a fire extinguisher. But they're saying like, oh, it's a fire, and the alarm's going off. Um, <laughs> they they're putting it in there like a kind of prank. You know? Yeah. Uh, oh, and then you run out. Of <laughs> and there is. It, look, you see, they ran into the bad guy's arms, and then they took a picture of him as uh, if he was part of the madness down at the video arcade. I they, need that Polaroid. That Polaroid. Give me that, give me that Polaroid. Give me that. No. Okay, so here comes the daughter to distract him. Oh, I like the daughter. And he's like, I told you never to come in here again. Okay, this is the external of the arcade, but it's really the warehouse. Now, that guy was like, in Do you recognize his face? From yeah, Stripes? I do. Yeah, I think it was Drifter. What was his name? Oh, Let me see. I must have it here. Dean Stockwell. Oh, Cruiser. In Stripes, his name was Cruiser. But the thing is, you see him here, and he's his young self, and you see Stripes in him. But if you saw. Him
July 1946, Paris. In the reception room of that palace on the right bank of the river, a hale and hearty journalist heckled for a quarter of an hour a thin man with deep marks of suffering and privation on his face, who had in front of him a small vase of pink roses. Round about were nearly 100 reporters and observers from all countries. Mr. President, you are a communist, aren't you? Yes, the man replied sedately. Have you been in the resistance? Ladies and gentlemen, Angelo Lamenti. About 40 years. Have you been in prison too? It was clear what the journalist was driving at. Yes. What prison? Many, sir. Long? The thin man looked at the hale and hearty journalist with a faint smile and said, In prison, time is always long, you know. The reply given in French was prompt, clear, and unexpected. Was it said as a reproach, as irony, or as humor? What is certain is that at that instant, Frenchmen, Englishmen, and Americans in the room were astonished to notice that the goatee-bearded scholar could smile in Paris or in London as well as in Hanoi. It was the unscrutable smile of a wise man whose vision stretched far beyond today. Have you any further questions, journalist? In prison, time is always long. Ho Chi Minh, Prison Diary. Arrested at Tukvid Street, Abundance and Glory Street. At Abundance and Glory Street, shame was thrust on me so as to delay my journey. I am an honest man with a clear conscience, but I was accused without ground of being a spy. Entering Sing Si District Prison, Old inmates of the jail welcome new prisoners. In the sky, white clouds are chasing the black ones away. White clouds and black have drifted out of our sight. On earth, free people are huddled into the jail. Hard is the road of life. Having climbed over steep mountains and high peaks, how should I expect on the plains to meet greater danger? In the mountains I met the tiger and come out unscathed. On the plains I encountered men and was thrown into prison. I was a representative of Vietnam on my way to China to meet an important personage. On the quiet road a sudden storm broke loose and I was thrust into jail as an honored guest. I am a straightforward man with no crime on my conscience, but I was accused of being a spy for China. So life, you see, is never a very smooth business. And now the present bristles with difficulties. Morning. Every morning the sun, emerging over the wall, darts its rays against the gate. Once awake, everyone starts on the hunt for lice. At eight o'clock, the gong sounds for the morning meal. Come on, let's go and eat to our heart's content. For all we have suffered, there must be good times coming. Noon. In the cell, how lovely it is to have a siesta. For hours, we're carried away in sound sleep. I dream of riding a dragon up into heaven. 
waking and brought abruptly back into prison. Afternoon. Two o'clock. The cell door opens to let fresh air in. Everyone raises his head for a look at the sky. Free spirits haunting the sky of liberty. Do you know your own kind of languishing in prison? Prison meals. At every meal, only one bowl of red rice, without vegetables, without salt, and even no broth to go with it. Those who get food brought into them can sometimes eat their fill. But without help from outside the jail, we groan with hunger. The Gruel Inn. At the side of the road, in the shade of a big tree, a thatched hut serves as an inn for passing travelers. But there's no wine for the guests of this institution. The menu is just cold rice gruel and white salt.
if you want those headphones, those ones work pretty good. <clears throat> all right. Welcome back to uh, G-Money and Wustang. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> so what were you talking about there in soccer? Oh, uh, Manchester City, uh, they beat Chelsea 6 nothing. Oh. Yeah, that's not that's not the best. Like like a baseball score, like <laughs> soccer. And then they, apparently they scored three goals in the first 20 minutes. Jesus. That, that's got to be kind of... Um, Demoralizing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess, I guess I, it wasn't too bad because they didn't score for, the, what, how long? Right, because they scored two more goals. Yeah, well, they scored, like, I think they scored four goals in the first half, and then they scored ne- another two goals in the second half. Gotcha. Do you think the second, I mean, I think I think the halftime, halftime, uh, the pep talk was limit the number of goals <laughs> to score to half of what we had, what, they, what we gave them the first half. Okay, we gave them four goals, if we can limit them to two, I think they can come away with a moral victory. <laughs> Yeah, in a way. Yeah, in a way, for yeah, sure. The pictures you see are not of the team Chelsea. It's just the te- it's the pictures of Chelsea's manager just with his head down. <laughs> it's gonna that's gonna be the look of him, right? Like you said, in the office <laughs> fairly soon. Yeah, you know, I mean, here's the thing. It's interesting. Over in Europe, they 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 put the, the, you know the sports books. They put money. They put odds on the uh, on the. Um, on the next manager to be sacked. To oh, that's fired. funny, dog. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I'm pretty sure that Chelsea's manager, just his odds just got a little bit better. Just, just jumped. jumped. <laughs> should have put some money down before the game. <laughs> yeah, should have yeah. Pete Rose that shit. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, you know the inside. Yeah, you know some inside people. Yeah. <laughs> uh. no, yeah, that, anyway, that would have been a really good game to sports bet on. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, it's it's no no shirt off my back. I'm an Arsenal fan, so that's like the same. Like the Arsenal and Chelsea are both in London. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, fuck those, fuck those motherfuckers. <laughs> I don't care. You know, Chelsea loses. That's that's good for me. That's good for you. Yeah, that's, good for me. <laughs> that's all good, man. And like Man City is like, how are they doing po- this? Ten year? points, twelve points ahead of everybody else. Oh something. shit! So you know, hey, it's like you go up against the best team in the in the league. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna get thwapped. <laughs> I, I didn't know lo- they were so far Arsenal, ahead. I think Arsenal, we lost like three to one. Ooh. So at least we scored a goal. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's that zero. That's that zero me. always hurts, you know. Oh, that's brutal. Yeah, and they were like, say, hey, and, and yeah, and then Chelsea had recently they brought in some transfer, like in January. There's like, January's a month where you can where teams can kind of trade in okay. the middle of the season. And so they brought in this one big, really good forward from Italy. Okay. And it was like, oh yeah, he's great. Dude, he's been scoring goals left and right man he's the best in training <laughs> zero goals <laughs> that shit happens a lot though man that shit happens in basketball football you'll have some fucking prospect that's like supposed to be hot shit then they come into the league and they just poo poo out you know yeah, no, it, i think it part part of it is all the times a lot of these stars are like prima donnas oh you really is that what you think and it's a big difference when you go from different leagues like, oh if you go like so the guy they brought in Chelsea, it doesn't matter his name is Gonzalo Higuain, but he used to play in Spain, he used to play in Italy, okay. where <clears throat> it's a little bit more lax in terms of like the playing style. Yeah, but is England's it? way more aggressive in terms of running and shit. Yeah, and, and and the weather is colder. Yeah, and so if you're used to like Spanish weather and Italian weather, and you're playing this cold motherfucking cold <laughs> game in like up north in Manchester, you're like. 
fuck? What the fuck is this? <laughs> well, I think I, I'm sure they paid him quite a bit of money to oh, yeah, stand there in the, oh, yeah, yeah. In the yeah. snow or what? Yeah, 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 yeah. But at some point, it's like he's. You know, I think the first game, apparently, he was like, oh, he's running back all the way to get the ball. Yeah, because nobody's passing him the ball. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's what happens. <laughs> but, okay, isn't Spain and Italy where they do that thing they call the flop? Like they more flop often? everywhere. Oh, they flop, they flop everywhere. Everywhere. Oh, okay. And it's pers- usually, yeah, it doesn't matter if you, the player is from Spain or from Italy or yeah. from France or from England. You know, if you can flop, you can flop. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. You, might, you might get that reputation. Yeah. Yeah. You okay. might get that reputation, but it's like, um, and then people don't like you anymore. But it's also... Um, <laughs> but isn't that sort of like the heel in wrestling? Where you're yeah. like always sort of fucking with like, you know, the fans or the, the other team? Or, well, you it's know also I mean? quite noticeable. Okay, so one of the things, um, Neymar. I don't know if people have heard of Neymar. He's, okay. a, Brazil, he's a Brazilian guy. He's... he. Because he's so good individually, yeah. Like he'll get he'll get accidentally like chopped because yeah. like he's just faster than everybody. But because he gets chopped down so many times, it becomes a reputation. Like okay, if I'm gonna get chopped all the time, I might as well just like flop a few times <laughs> to see what happens. Yeah. And a lot of times they'll flop. It's just kind of like, oh, I don't want to get kicked uh, in the damn leg. Right and get knocked the fuck over that way. Well, I if might you get as well kicked cr- in the leg, that's a foul. But here's the thing: you want to preserve your, you want to preserve your leg. Yeah. And it's like I know he's gonna be hitting me, so I might as well just kind of like, eh. I'll create my own fall instead of falling from yeah, no. some other asshole's aggression. No, what happens is that they've kind of like if you do flop and if it's like a serious, like an in- really intentional, then, yeah. they'll, then they'll card you. Okay. They'll that's card what I you thought. instead of the guy who chopped you down. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like, dude, no, no, dude. Dude, come on, man. I'm like, I'm right here. I'm, I'm seeing this right now. You did, he didn't even touch you. Yeah. And you kind of like did a little pirouette and you kind of fell down. Yeah. Like, dude, You didn't no. fall like a normal person would fall if you got hit in the leg. You know what I'm saying, right? You know, I, yeah. You're a little too dramatic with that and fall. And these are athletes, dude. Yeah. You're very, very balanced and flexible and like you guys are like, you know, you guys are, you know. But then if it's just, oh. <laughs> and the funny thing, and the worst part is, is that whenever they flop, yeah. then they put their hands on their face. Really? Yeah. What? I don't know if it's because somehow the dust kind of like split across their <laughs> eyes as they were falling. The grass kind of like, gra- like grass is in my eye. <laughs> but it's like they always like fall down and they're like, oh. Uh, I think that's supposed to be their... their my g- eyes! Their, but he hit my shoe! <laughs> ah! It's like... It's like really bad acting from fucking... Acting. From like sports dudes who've never acted a day in their and life. And they roll over around and like, oh! <laughs> the pain! The, the pain. pain! I have never felt a chop like this in all of my years playing soccer, ever! <laughs> that's what... That's the funny part to me. I, I, that's why I sort of like the chop... Uh, yeah, the, the... What do you call it? Where and he falls all, over. And then all the other team members come in and they all like plead with the plead with the referee. <laughs> Did you not see? Did you not see that? You have to card that motherfucker right now. It's like, <laughs> and then the managers, the referees, like get the fuck away or else I'm gonna card, card you. All of you. Yeah. And it's like, come here. 
And, like he beckons on to the guy. <laughs> you two come here. <laughs> like he's, with a bet with like he's like a like a vice principal or a teacher. Yeah, yeah. Like you two come here. Yeah, you know, seriously. Or a cop. seriously. And it's like it's like the six or seven minute. It's a bit too early to be flopping here. <laughs> Usually the flops come in like in the 89th minute when y'all are desperate. Okay, <laughs> don't worry about it. There's gonna be a lot of kicks in yeah. somewhere. Like I could see like like when you say homeboy was faster than the other fella like if that other guy is sort of like you know running and accidentally sort of knocks him you know what i mean like that accidentally knocks him over no i know i I didn't mean knock him with the elbow i bet like if your legs sort of jostling and it's like yeah yeah that's kind of like 50 50 football yeah yeah yeah, that's what happens and i mean but a lot of times if you're like a slow motherfucker yeah yeah you might you might you know you got to be really timing it so that you hit the ball first yeah that's the plan all ball motherfucker all ball yeah not no no it's funny like okay here's the thing because their legs are they're living yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) it's funny in basketball oh god basketball you foul you you don't raise your hand you don't raise your hand (laughs) you know you don't raise your hand because like you raise your hands differently yeah after a foul in basketball you raise your hand that means you're the one who did it (laughs) yeah Yeah. In soccer, you raise your hand. It's like, I did not do it. I'm raising my hand. I didn't do it. The best thing, it's also in football. Yeah. Like, you see when they're, like, holding the guy. Like, you get called for holding. Yeah. I swear, it's usually what happens is that you get caught holding because suddenly, after you hold, you're like, you put your hands up. (laughs) I didn't touch anything. I'm an offensive lineman, and I did not touch that other guy at all with my hands. (laughs) Waving my white gloves around. Like, don't see me holding. Do not see me holding. You might as well just raise a white flag or or a red flag. Because we see the replay. I saw the Super Bowl. It was like a holding call. It was like a replay. And it's like, oh, he held the guy. And then you like, let go. More bad acting. It's like I don't. Dudes. I didn't see you hold, but I saw your hands go up like you had held the guy before. That's what I'm gonna call the flag on. It's like a weird crime, like you know, like after a crime's committed and one guy's just like, like "Whoops, I didn't do shit. Not me. No, not the kid. I didn't do shit. Right? Whoops, I didn't. I, you know, my hands are just there. I yeah. had no control over them. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Yeah. No, it, it, it's 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 kind of uh, yeah yeah yeah. It, soccer is kind of a weird weird beast. And I like I like hearing the, you talk about soccer though, because I know how much you love it. It's really cool. Uh, I mean, it's fine. I'm not I'm not like a. I mean, I. I I feel there are gradations and levels of fandom. Oh yeah, you're not an obsessive not, like, weirdo. Obsessed, you know, no, no, no. It's like, but I, it I, makes you happy, and yeah, that's, what, that's what I think is cool. Well, the, the fun, the funny, the, the crappy thing is, is that I'll see the games, and they're all in England, okay. so they're all like eight hours ahead. Yeah. So I'll have to like wake up at like five or six in the morning. Oof. Oh yeah, because you're playing on teams in England. But the problem is, is that every. It, my, my team, you know, it's kind of a bad luck thing. Hmm. Like, I don't want to wake up at like six in the morning on a Saturday to watch them lose. That, that, that makes sense. That's not a that's not a good wake up call. That, that's not fun for <laughs> anybody. No. no. <laughs> and so I kind of figure, you know, I think it's also a good streak that they've been winning. When I'm not oh, watching no. them, oh no, you're you're in it's, jinx it's, man it's mode. It's a superstition thing where I'm like, if I don't watch them, they win. 
I get it. You know, so I'm like, uh, have you seen? Uh, did you see the highlights? Like, no, nah, man, no. Nah. I'm rooting for my team. That's why I don't watch Damn, the games. Damn, bro. I would at least watch the highlights. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, no, I'll watch the highlights later, but like, I won't watch it live. No, okay, no, I get like, that. Did you watch? Did you watch the game live? Nah, man. I'm rooting for my team. <laughs> That's why I don't watch it live. <laughs> Unlike the English fans who react like madmen. Yeah. <laughs> Become hooligans. Yeah, um, dude. Those fuckers are vicious. Yeah, What's yeah, the one thing? Well, it, it, it's it's not as common as it used to be, but it it, it is a it is a thing. It's part Yo, of the culture. Look, it's a part of the culture. That's a fucked up culture. Now it, they yeah. got a they got it. They were like when they when they play like two different fucking teams on one one of these squads. It's a, it's a, if you have these long time rivals, no, look, they all time. they all have this fucking. You've seen these stadiums where they have that big fucking like chain link fence to yeah. separate the two with yeah, razor the, the wire home, the home on top. Fans and the away fans, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it then depends. Then, some, some are really, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Some yeah. motherfucker will drop the coat on top of the the the, the razor wire so everybody can fucking just rapidly oh, they, climb yeah, over. They, they stop that. And, they stop that. And then, I'm just telling you what I saw. And then when they went over there, they were at the top of the stairs and they just took this dude and just threw him down like three flights of those concrete stairs. And then his woman got mad, went up those stairs, and then they threw her down three fucking flights of concrete you stairs. About, you mean the security or like the no, fans? No, no, no. The fans that just oh. crawled over that fucking fence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. that yeah. shit is fucking. Well, yeah. That, I mean, if you're trying to climb over a fence. Mm hmm. To yeah. kick somebody's ass. Yeah, yeah. Don't climb over a fence. Man. Yeah. Dog, I'm just saying. When I when I think of like that fandom, that's usually the first image that comes into my mind. Oh, no, no, or sure. or like for those sure. weird any of that other they weird call, hooligan them, shit. Yeah, they call them like um. What's they, the they, one? They the Chelsea smile. That's nice and fucked up. The Glasgow smile. Yeah, the Glasgow smile. Glasgow <laughs> smile. The the Glasgow smile. Okay, if people are not- made famous by the Joker. By the Joker and Dark Knight, Dark Knight Returns, yeah, yeah, Rises or whatever. No, no, no. You said it right. Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Heath Ledger, the the great late Heath Ledger. Yeah. Uh, so if you see his thing, where it's like he tell he tells Maggie or or he's got that fucking big wide smile, that Joker smile, but it's me. And this is why I did. I cut. I didn't want to just want to see her smile again. <laughs> yeah. I just yeah. wanted to see her smile. Yeah. And she didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, unlike Man, unla- that character, that character, dude, his Joker was just. Oh, please! Awful. I remember seeing that fucking oh. thing in the theater and being like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, that's Heath Ledger. No, yeah. no, but the thing was, is that like, well, because yeah, Heath Ledger was Joker. basically most famous at that time was for like Brokeback ten, Mountain and Ten Things I Hate About You. Yeah, that, that, that's it. Come it on. wasn't for playing like this sort of powerful like no that was a for playing a villain well, yeah or a villain yeah you're right, right. and this is like th- there's like i mean people I mean, well it depends because the joker is one of the um more controversial characters in the entire cartoon <laughs> cartoon universe comic universe yeah because if i'm not mistaken dc comics have made like three or four different origin stories for this yeah guy. So you don't never you don't have any idea his where he comes from. Which one? Yeah, that's true. You have no idea. Yeah, like and if you're trying to follow continuity, you're fucked. None. The Joker. Is like there's yeah. They, they, there's like a key sort of base story of the Joker, but there's so many sort of variations on the theme.
theme when you get like yeah. new and different people like the whole red hood thing you know like yeah. when he jumps into the fucking ass that, yeah. that was made more by jack Ni- that was like prominent from jack nicholson oh, yeah from oh, a little before that in the comics but yeah Burton. no alan what wasn't that also alan moore that was alan moore. there you go yeah, that, yeah. that's was that was that the original yeah the, the, the killing joke yeah, yeah the killing that's joke, it that that's was, that's the yeah. other sort of that origin the, story yeah because he was like this like low time criminal and then he kind of falls into a van and becomes like what is it about like th- that was like a life-changing experience for getting, the joker oh. getting getting dropped into a vat of acid was a life-changing experience i could imagine that <laughs> but it, not, it, 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 it doesn't explain his smile really you know well, what i mean wasn't it like well, he I just started laughing and he said yeah. and that was part of like the, the, the chemical chemicals, changes that yeah. occurred with him yeah that's i just that, yeah. as soon as i said it i was like no it does sort of <laughs> yeah because what happened with jack nicholson's character was like he started laughing and hey ha yeah, and you just like it, just kind of. Oh God, that's that that scene is one of the best when they rip those fucking bandages off of Jack Nicholson. When, you know, like when they when they finally reveal the Joker in the in the original Batman for dude, this. Dude, I I watched that when I was like five, oh, and see. that scarred me, dude. I had like nightmares <laughs> when of they the Joker. pulled all this fucking all that shit off, and he's just like. <laughs> you know, it's like he's fucking losing it, dog. It's like it's a great, but like anyway, back to Heath Ledger. Who gives no, a fuck about the other? Yeah, no. But, but oh, we were just talking about Joker origin stories and shit. Yeah, but, no, no. Yeah. We're, we're also talking about like uh, I don't know. We're just going on a tangent. Well, I, I, we were talking about Chelsea. Yeah, and I was oh uh, Glasgow smiles. Yeah, the Glasgow. No, no. Smiles. So here's the thing: is kind of like if you. So my team is Arsenal. Yeah, and they're in North London. There's also mm-hmm. another team, Tottenham Hotspur. Okay, I've heard yeah. of them. Cunts. Uh, uh, <laughs> sorry, am I allowed to say that? Yeah, on, yeah on, I, th- I think we're fine. I'm, I th- okay, I'm going to call Tottenham Hotspur. Yeah, they're all <laughs> fucking cunts. <laughs> yeah. All right. So after those Gunners. Guys, okay. Then who uh, do we got? So here's the thing. It's like those if are you, the two They're, they're rabid. The, this is like, if you think Yankees, Red Sox. Okay. Think 10 times, to- like 50 times harsher yeah because it's it's not it's not just two cities they live in the same area yeah it's like you live in the same neighborhood yeah yeah Yeah. so it's and um you know it's family things it's like you you grew up your dad was a freaking fan your grandfather was a fan your great-grandfather was a fan yeah and so and it's like so when they do the home and away games you will see like there's a small portion dedicated to the away team Surrounded by security. Yeah. Surrounded one per like security. Just like a whole <laughs> bunch of security just lining up in a row. Keeping like I think they might have two line two rows of security. Wow. Two rows of security to protect the away fans yeah. from the rest of the home no, fans. Yeah, and because those stadiums are not exactly small, so no. like when you see them, it's like, whoa, dude. Yeah, they, they are. They're, if, they're, it feels they're, like controlled chaos. Yeah, it feels it really does. Like, yeah, I mean, I'd want to go there just to get the sense of oh, like, whoa. It it, that, I, it it would be awesome to be. Well, the only, the only not thing, for me or you because no. I'm a black guy. No, no, no black people. Well, you can there's, there's there's less. I mean. If you want, okay, to be absolutely honest, there is racism. Yes. But it is not as, okay. 
they probably they're more racist toward like your like Spanish and and, and, and black people. And, yeah, I mean you you do see it, but the history of racism is not as extensive as here. Well, yeah, but I know it's awful it there because here. they don't yeah. have any black people there. No, basically, they they well, yeah, there's a few, but there's ain't a, no whole do. shit ton of them. They do, and a lot of the great a lot of the great players are you know, with from African descent. Yeah, you know? well, I know that a lot of black people get their asses kicked in London. I've yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> for no real fucking reason. Yeah, we just they don't they don't lynch people. Yeah, well, no, they didn't. Not as far as I can tell, but I know it wouldn't be fun to get my ass kicked at no. a fucking soccer well, game. I don't want to get tossed probably, down three flights of it's stairs. Probably, it's probably less because you're black and more because you're an American. That's no, I'm ta- I'm talking about black English people just getting wear, their ass kicked. <laughs> just wear just wear a scarf. Okay. <laughs> is is that a scarf? Is, is wear that, one a jersey and you'll be okay. You'll fit right in. Yeah, is that the uh, the Arsenal scarf? The Arsenal scarf. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right on. Um, I didn't know. No, they no, were, it, it, I didn't know they were red and white. They are red and white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Any, they yeah. They don't call themselves the Reds though. That's, oh, that's reserved for other teams. Other good. teams call themselves the Reds. Really? Yeah. Liverpool they wear all red, so they call themselves the Reds. Oh well. Manchester United they have. They thought, call themselves the Red Devils. Really? I, okay, but I thought they wore blue and white. That might be their away. Oh, okay. Jersey. Okay. Well, maybe that's all. Chelsea blue. is blue. They call themselves ah, the Blues. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's what oh, yeah. I'm thinking of. I don't know. I don't know. Like, you know what? It's because I grew up with like American football and shit. I I didn't watch as much soccer and stuff. No, I didn't watch. I mean, I, yeah, but, yeah. So and so I don't have like their uniforms. Just sort of crispy in my mind you know like you I, just don't watch as many games you just don't notice yeah so i don't yeah but yeah, yeah. i do like them i i really like their fucking jerseys and all that stuff like oh if you see they they, they used to wear like the jerseys well back before in the, 80s. the premier league back I in mean. the 80s <laughs> yeah they wear the short shorts yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. dude <laughs> wearing the short shorts and the fucking jerseys dog that's dude, a cool they had, look they had they had, the, t- they had yeah. the shorts all the way up like a little bit up, above, above the thigh, thigh. <laughs> yeah just right in the thigh like about four inches above like, the knee <laughs> what, what was that about was that the 80s thing is that an 80s yeah, thing yeah dude that was like for aerodynamics before they had all the like super fibers and shit you just wear so we just wear less clothing yeah yeah it's more aerodynamic a- aerodynamic dog <laughs> you can save they save on costs on the fabric absolutely and it, it's aerodynamic yeah all they had was fucking lycra and, co- and cotton and shit and then what happened was then what happened in the '90s? Then you saw in basketball, you had the Bulls with, <laughs> with the, the long, with short. the long shorts. Yeah, dog. the long short. Oh no, no, it was Fab Five. Yeah, the Fab oh, yeah. Five of Michigan. The oh, long okay, shorts. Out of, out of Detroit, maybe. Yeah. yeah, maybe Detroit did wear them. You know, I grew up in Michigan, so I was a big <clears throat> Pistons and Bulls fan because I was right in the middle of fucking Michigan. Well, okay, whoa, 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 whoa. okay. So you grew up in in, in Detroit, Kalamazoo, Michigan, Kalamazoo, Kalamazoo Michigan, which like is right two- smack between Detroit yeah. and Michi- Chicago. Yeah. So in the the 80s who did you root for in the 80s it would have been chicago no even if, if, if we're talking basketball basketball in the 80s it would have been detroit and then in the 90s it turned into the bulls because <clears throat> so they were, were both you, fucking winners yeah did you root for the bad boys or you root <laughs> yeah for the okay yeah back in the late 80s when freaking the bad boys were going up against the early jordan bulls who did you root for the pistons okay because i'm from i'm from i'm from michigan but you know bulls are right over there i you know i've been in the nike museum i've seen the statues so you i've been some of these games you flip-flopped no i know i told you i like winners and they (laughs) happen to live right between me dog (laughs) so i was like i've traveled to both fucking cities so many times i can't like 
Wait, but but here's the thing: Did you have like friends or like who see you were like rooting for the Bulls and like, dude, man, what the fuck? No, no? because everybody liked the fucking Bulls in the in the early to 90s. mid nineties. Yeah. yeah, but like I, I, and boy, I bet if I went to my mother's house like today, I bet you I still got like that nineteen eighty eight. Detroit Pistons like mm. world champion t-shirt I used to wear that fucker all dude, the time dude yeah like Joe Dumars yeah Isaiah Joe Thomas. Dumars Isaiah cunt Thomas yeah, okay. Oh, okay so so you so you know, yeah, you, know I, you know Isaiah Thomas was a bit of a cunt bit of a yeah 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 but I but he was a hell of a three-point shooter in his day there was Bill Lambeer and he was clutch dude the motherfucker was motherfucker clutch. was like the pre-Jordan clutch clutch that fuck could make a shot the like I said he's just he's a hell of a shooter and I always appreciate a shooter and University he was really Indiana uh, yeah and he's surprisingly small you know what I mean for a professional basketball player what, like six feet? He's like six feet? Six feet one? I don't think so. I think he's like five, eight or some shit. Nah, he ain't that damn short. But he's pretty fucking short. Dude, <laughs> here's the thing. Like, people are telling me, like, okay, now, like, different different decades, because the rules were not as strict in a lot. They were more in favor. They weren't in favor. There was more in favor of offense now. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you see the Golden State Warriors. Oh, yeah. If they played the in the 80s against the bad boy, Detroit bad boy Pistons. They would have a hard fucking day. They would have. <laughs> under the 80s rules. Under the rules that they played in the 80s. Yeah. Yeah, the Warriors would probably go to seven games. Yeah. They'd probably go seven games. They'd probably lose. I, I, yeah. I'm a Warriors fan. And just by the rules, just by judging the rules yeah. and yeah. how and how they let so much shit go back in the 80s. Yo, they, look, yo, let me tell you. What, what's his name is going down by Bill Lambeard, dog. Bill he, he'll draw yeah. an elbow into you so tough. Dude, he and Draymond <laughs> be knocked the fuck out, okay? Yeah, yeah. He be knocked the fuck out in the first quarter. <laughs> That's what I'm That's saying. That's right, right away. What's but the step, because, step. because Draymond's from, isn't he from Saginaw, Michigan? Probably. He's from Saginaw. <laughs> he knows about this shit, man. He knows about what's going on. He knows that. I'm telling You grew up, like, 80s, 90s. You yeah. grew up. That's how you play, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm just telling you, they would have you're, a hard. You're Michigan. You play like they, that, motherfucker. Yeah, and you, but you would have a hard road to hoe if you're the fucking Golden State Warriors because the defense on Dude. the Detroit Pistons yeah. is like a wall. And Dennis they would, Rodman. Yeah. Oh my god. They would have a problem catching them rebounds. Okay. Yeah. I just put it that way. <laughs> he might be the greatest fucking rebounder of all time, dog. That guy has. He has these long, crazy arms, and he's like he he has like he, that basketball sense where he yeah. knows when it hits. Off that rim, where the fuck that thing's gonna go? That guy yeah. must be catching rebounds like all day, dude. And here, the, like, and he wasn't he already he he made defensive player of the year when he yes. was in his like his second yes. or third year in the league, man. He was like, dude, he was all over you, he was yes. all over, over you, you dog. I'm telling you, it would be, I would like, I wouldn't if you know. The only way, and he got the short shorts. Yeah, and he was wearing the short shorts. I was gonna okay. say the okay. only the only way you gotta ever see that game is if you play, I guess, NBA 2K. Yeah, you know, no, and just you imagine. And, but you don't want to have Dennis Rodman with the short shorts up all on you. Oh, okay. dog! Don't don't worry. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, they were like a fucking wall, and that's what was so great about watching them play the 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 Bulls is because the Bulls were like an early version of that sort of high action. Yeah. Yeah, fucking just basketball. Shooting, just like yeah. pass and shoot, yeah. and triangle and, offense. And that's yeah. why they fucking lost that first time against the Pistons. But then they like 
as Jordan improved and as and Pippen, Pippen improved, yeah. and they got uh, ba ba what's his name? Uh, God, Horace oh, Grant, John oh, Paxson. Bill pa- Paxson, like John Paxson, John Paxson, John Paxson. Yeah, yeah. Was it, wait, yeah. Bill Paxson was the was, late actor. was was uh, John? No, John Sally wasn't on the Bulls. Was John he? Sally was on. Uh, He's was a he? Laker. No, John. Yeah, but it wasn't on the Pistons. Thing. Yeah, he yeah, that's where, yeah. Okay, that's where he's um, famous from. Yeah. I could look any of this up, but yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, but that was epic. The late '80s Pistons Bulls oh, rivalry. Yeah, that was freaking ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, and you know that like Michael Jordan, dude. I you know so Michael Jordan got so many grudges. I, I seriously think, and even when he went on his deathbed, he's like, I ain't forgiving that fucking Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't forgiving that motherfucker. He's such a competitive fuck. Yeah, absolutely, for, dude. I hate that motherfucker. Oh yeah. God, yeah. He called, probably call him a cunt right dude, before he died. Did you watch the dream? I don't know if you watched the dream team documentary. I know, but dude, I, I watched the dream team when they Isaiah did it. Thomas. Yeah, it was like you know, Michael Jordan, and like, likes Michael him. Jordan, and uh, and Bird and and Johnson. They were like, okay, we all agree. We'll agree. And John stop. We'll agree to join you guys. Just but that motherfucker's got to go. Leave Isaiah Thomas out at home. <laughs> And like Chuck Daly was the damn no. And Chuck pa- Daly, yeah, yeah, he was. He was. Chuck, he was. Chuck Daly was, <laughs> the the, was the coach, and they had to tell him, "You can join. You can be the coach." Isaiah Thomas out. Yeah, you got to tell like, your boy to you stay. Tell home. your boy you got to stay home. <laughs> yeah. And they, you know what they did? They ended up going with John Stockton. Yeah, they picked the white boy over <laughs> Isaiah Thomas. Hey, dog, oh, it's John Stockton, the the assistant man. He's and great. The, no, no, no doubt, no yeah. doubt. But don't. Come That's on. fucked up you when your think, own coach tells you to get the fuck. When your own coach tells you you gotta, you gotta go and then they pick the white guy over you. Yeah, no. You know that's like, oh, no, you no. motherfucker. Man, yo, Isaiah Thomas ain't too far off of John Stockton, okay? No, no, no. Hey, <laughs> as dude, far as hey, black people go. No, hey, John Stockton's pretty black. Pretty black, guy. yeah, man. Say, it, Playing with Carl Malone. And he was still wearing the short shorts even when it was out of fashion. Yeah, oh my God, he was. John, oh my God. And he had the hairy legs, man. Oh, oh you're yeah. The, you're you're the white guy with the hairy, hairy legs, legs, and you're wearing the short shorts. Yeah, dog, sweating his balls off, throwing these assists. You know what's fucked up? As much as I love Magic Johnson and his assists, John fucking Sally could just John just Sally l- or John Stockton. John Stockton could just yeah. laser that fucking ball like a um, dude. D- white guys, they know how to pass the ball. Pass the ball and shoot that John motherfucker. Stockton, Steve Nash, or or shoot the shoot a or three. Shoot. Like he was, he didn't have to shoot a three, but it's because he had Carmelone all the time. Oh yeah, and the pick and roll. Oh yeah. Oh, oh my yeah. god. Oh. oh my god. How could you not? You could not stop that pick and roll. Oh. You couldn't stop it. Their pick and roll. Because oh. it's like pick your poison. It was pick your poison. Yeah. Yeah. Either you're gonna let you're gonna let freaking Carmelo just like freaking just like oh he's he's so like strong or you're just gonna pass it off to John Stockton for the layup and it's just like okay yeah bop 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 yeah, bop that, and the Utah and, Jazz just did that for 20 years yeah and they all they had to do and the Jazz all they had to do were not a fucking dynamic team by in by my imagination except for those Greg Ostertag they had Greg Ostertag oh, and Ghost. Jeff Hornacek they had the oh most, yeah they had Hornacek like yeah they had so many white guys on that. Yeah, well, it's fucking Utah. They don't want a whole bunch of niggas around there. They let Carmelone in, and that was it. Brian, Brian Russell, I okay. think. Okay, about three um, fold niggas on the team. That's an unusual team in the NBA. Wait, who was who was there? Like, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm that, just that, saying. Was, that was their starting five. Yeah, yeah that was their starting five. They had three white guys. That's yeah. amazing. That's an unusual starting five. That's an unusual, team unusual in the NBA. starting lineup in the 90s. <laughs> in the it, 90s, you had three white guys. Yeah. A starting lineup, yeah. Uh, yeah, it, yeah. If anytime past 1965, you know what I mean? That's a wild like lineup. After Pete Maravich, it was kind of, yeah, kind of downhill from there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Kind of downhill from there. <laughs> after Pistol Pete, oh. that fucking dial got turned down, down, down. There you go. I was pretty much after. After, yeah, 1960s after civil rights movement. You know, yeah. They're, they're, oh, wait, they're, 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 they're going to let the niggas play basketball? <laughs> it's a wrap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They made it bring in Wilt Chamberlain oh, and Bill Russell. God. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. Wow, that was an epic or rivalry, this, too. Well, this. not really that epic because Bill Russell, Bill Russell just beat Wilt Chamberlain yeah, time and time and time yeah, again. Yeah, exactly. Bill Russell's the man. Yeah, well, and he's fucking political and shit. Dude. Walt, Walt, Chamber, Walt, Wilt Chamberlain always reminded me more of a... OJ Simpson, where like he wants to just fuck a lot of chicks, not do shit for anybody, like he collect knew his how money. How talented he was! Yeah, he just knew how epically talented yeah. he was. And it, it, it feels weirdly similar to me, right? Why? Why? Why he would didn't kill anybody? No, but he, well, he killed a lot of pussy. Yeah, like, why would you ever brag people. that you would like fuck ten thousand women or whatever? It's so weird to me. Count. Is it, that, that kind of fucking ego. You, you can't it, keep count like that, can you? <laughs> Maybe he kept a diary. I don't know. <laughs> he kept a fucking spreadsheet. I don't well, know. I think in a certain way, I mean, I mean. Well, it's I certainly O.J. Simpson's it's worst. It's certainly a lot of bravado and yeah. a lot of machismo to say that, like, you dude, you know, you fucked a lot of women. Yeah, but I just find them oddly similar for some reason. Like, obviously, the murderer is worse, but like, they're, they're like similar in personality to me. Like, neither of them hmm. want to give a shit about politics or any black ass shit. They didn't, well. The weird neither thing, of them. That, well, I mean, it's like once you become wealthy, you kind of distance yourself from your blackness. A lot of them do, but that's why I respect Bill Russell. That's why I respect yeah. Muhammad Ali. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I respect the people who take that. Fucking, that's why I respect LeBron James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what's he doing? Like, opening that school? Like, for like all those. Yeah, in Akron? Yeah. yeah, that's wild, man. That's cool. That 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 yeah, shit to me is cool. Yeah, back to his community, man, because those are the people that raised him. That's all. So, well, not everybody does that, and you know that shit for sure, right? <laughs> although, although apparently LeBron's become like a real dad, and he's just been doing dad jokes on Instagram. Good. It's like dad he is jokes. a dad, right? He, yeah. So you know, he's, you know, he's, I wrote a new joke about dad jokes. What about dad jokes? <laughs> I don't get why people uh, shit on dad jokes. Because what would you rather hear, kid jokes? What are we, a bunch of chickens crossing streets around here? <laughs> yeah. 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 Kid jokes. I, I, I'm like, I, I, I subscribe on Twitter. I follow this kid jokes Twitter. Oh, that's funny. I didn't even know there was such a thing. Yeah, no, I didn't I didn't know either until it was like, there's kid jokes? What the hell is that? Well, that's, well obviously there are. Kids write jokes. Yeah, well, kids have always written jokes, but I bet you half those fucking kid written jokes are written by their fucking dads. Doctor, doctor, I fell over. Get back up then, cheese face. There you go. Bang. I would rather hear that shit than, uh, I, well, you know, I, either way, I, dad jokes I think are very funny too. Knock, knock. Who's there? Your clothes are stolen. Your clothes are stolen who? Your clothes are stolen now you're naked forever. <laughs> <laughs> kid joke. Those These are cute. Are, yeah, those, those are, are cute jokes. Awesome. Yeah. Those are awesome. <laughs> 
<laughs> those are like the best. That's, those are jokes I used to make up. Like that's what I mean. Yeah. Why uh, across the road? Get the other side. Get the, ah, ah, bang. That's why. I, that's why I like that little joke I wrote because it's like it uses both. You yeah, know. I know. No, no. It's anyway. it's, it's 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 Kleber. Yeah. Anyway. It's Kleber. I just thought you, you brought up dad jokes. It just made me think of that. I haven't really told it enough on stage yet. You haven't told enough dad jokes on stage. I haven't told enough jokes on stage. Oh. <laughs> More dad jokes. See a heckler. More dad jokes. George, more dad jokes. Where are the puns, motherfucker? Why don't you find where your dad is and have him tell you jokes, motherfucker? Tell some dad jokes, fathermucker. Come on. There you go. There's a dad joke. <laughs> Did you want to take a little short break? Sure, we, we can back? do that. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll turn up the CD. Yeah, call in if you have dad jokes.
so we're now going to be talking because we were just having a little chat about whiskeys, whiskeys and, and wine. Whiskeys and wine. So I've been I've been super obsessed with whiskeys, and so I've been learning about the history of alcohol in this country. Okay. Okay. So what happens? So back in the say before prohibition. Okay. Okay. The, this is the thing is, is that, that like nineteen nineteen. Nineteen, I think nineteen nineteen to like nineteen thirty three. Okay. So it was like you know fifteen, like a couple, like a dozen years or so. I just want to make sure everybody um, was clear on that. So what happened is that back in the day, everybody loved Irish whiskey. Mm-hmm. Okay. When you think Irish whiskey, you think Bushmills, you think Jameson. Yep. Now what happened was, and the United States was the biggest uh, importer of Irish whiskey at the time. <laughs> Not okay. surprising. Everybody, I, mean, I believe we had a rebellion over whiskey once. The whiskey rebellion. <laughs> yes, indeed, because Alexander Hamilton, after the American Revolution, we were so in debt that Alexander Hamilton had the great idea, which the British had done before, we put a tax on on distilled spirits. Well, that's nice. You know what they? You know what the first tax was like on America was windows. Oh yeah. Yeah, like if and you glass. want to put a window on your house, fuck that. You got to pay a tax, dog. <laughs> Fuck that, man. But anyway, that well, just, put us a paper. That was just yeah. a weird side note about window, yeah. about well, taxes. Inter- yeah, <laughs> weird thing about taxes. Okay, so when you look at like you talking about Glenn Fittick, yeah, Glenn Levitt, they're yeah. single malts. Yeah. So when you talk, when you think single malt, single means from one place, yeah. one distillery. Malt means malted barley. Yeah. It, it I used does, to brew beer. It only yeah, it only means malted barley. Mm-hmm. Like you can put, it could be malted rye. You can't say malt. You can oh. be malted wheat. You can't say malt. It okay. has to be malted barley. Gotcha. Now, the British have always been in wars all the time with like France and Spain and everybody. <laughs> yeah. So they thought, you know what? These Irish and these Scots, they're making a lot of whiskey <laughs> and they're using a lot of malted barley. Okay. So let's tax malted barley. Because <laughs> that always makes sense. That always makes sense. <laughs> it's a great idea. They're using malted barley. We'll just tax malted barley. Yeah. Okay. The Irish, they're like, oh, shite. Fuck you oh, guys. Yeah, shite. They're using all the fucking, like, they're taxing us on malted barley. You know what we'll do? We'll just use unmalted barley. Oh, okay. So, okay. So the save on tax. They would put like 70% malted barley, 30% unmalted barley, and so they cut back on the taxes. Okay. This creates what's known as single pot still whiskey, which oh. is a very Irish thing, and no one else but Irish people can make single pot still. Okay. Because they combine. Well, the thing is, you need to malt it so that it inc- accelerates the fermentation, but you okay. know, we'll do it slowly. We're, we're Irish. We're traditional. We, we'll got, do it slowly, we got time. And we got time. And fuck the Brits. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. The Scottish, they were even harder. They were like, "You're gonna, you're gonna tax us on malted barley. We'll just make more whiskey." Whoa! So they ended up making a bunch, like tens of thousands of illegal stills in Scotland. Oh, whoa. it became something like every family in Scotland, as a matter of pride. Was oh, to actually hell. make their own illegal whiskey. Whoa! But it happened, what happened? Scotch became the big thing. And oh well, that's why Scotch is Scotch. Okay, I yeah, get it. No, now. what happened is yeah. It so what happened? The market. It fl- no, <laughs> so that's that was in like the 17th, 18th century. Oh okay. And so that was the beginnings of like a pot of single pot still and and Scotch and single whiskey. malt. Okay. Um, now before prohibition, everybody loved Irish whiskey. Yeah, okay. But yeah. then prohibition hit. And then there was like, how are we going to get this shit over to the United States? Oh, well, yeah. So you guys got these guys like, you know, John Kennedy. You know, John F. Kennedy's grandfather. Yeah. The idea is that he goes over to Ireland and he's mm-hmm. like, don't worry about it, guys. Meet my friend, Mr. Capone. Okay. You just send your shit over to Canada or the Bermudas 
and Mr. Compone here will take care of it. Yeah. Okay. You have nothing. You've done nothing wrong. We'll just, you know, just we'll take care of the rest. Yeah. We, you get it. And those Irish Catholics are like, "Fuck you, motherfucker! Get the fuck out of here!" Whoa. We're not going to do business with you. Oh wow. Okay. John Kennedy's like, uh, "Who else makes whiskey?" Uh, okay, we'll go up to Scotland. Okay. He goes to Scotland, and he goes to the to the big like John Walker. He goes to Dewar's. Goes to Buchanan's. Goes to Shiva's Brothers. Whoa. He's like, what? And they're like, "How much do you want?" <laughs> there you go, big dog. Because so, they ain't Irish Catholic. <laughs> so by that time, by that time, by the end of Prohibition, Irish whiskey is in decline. Okay. Most um, and Scot- Scotch becomes oh, sc- big. You, okay. you hear Johnny Walker Red, yeah. Dewar's White Label, Buchanan's, Valentine's. These are all blended scotches. Okay. And the idea, another thing, the Irish, <laughs> the great Irish. <laughs> By the way, John Jameson. Jameson was a Scot. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so there was another Irishman, Aeneas Coffee. Okay. Called, he made the patent or patent still, the continuous still. Oh, okay. So how people make vodka, they use a continuous still. Yeah. Um, and he invented that, and he was like, "Hey, fellow Irish, you, we can make a whiskey really, really fast." Okay. He's like, "Fuck you, we're traditionalists." Yeah. Pot okay. Stills. Yeah. Hey, Plus, we've been spent the last how many like hundred years fucking building these original stills. Yeah. <laughs> hey. We're not gonna make more. Fuck you. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's not whiskey. Yeah, yeah. The Irish would call them call grain whiskeys the silent spirit. They just did not like it. I can now, guess why. Well, after the sixties, after all but three distilleries were left, then oh. they started to really make go into grain whiskey <laughs> but then the scots were like hey okay and the idea was because scotch was a lot harder yeah after. if you if you're not if you if you drink bourbon or if you drink wine scotch is going to hit you like a motherfucker yeah you know so what they did is that okay these grain whiskeys like made with corn or wheat yeah like bourbon is a little bit smoother a little bit softer a little bit lighter so they mixed it together okay you make blended scotch gotcha and what happened is that that became the rage because that was the only available shit in the speakeasies (laughs) (laughs) okay and everybody then began to drink blended scotches in fact um doers is still the number one selling blended number one selling scotch in the united states wow doers doers yeah doers is still the number one in the u.s oh well it's yeah yeah johnny walker is the largest globally globally, oh worldwide johnny walker okay but, but in terms but of blend, doers is wow that's I know. weird it's, oh. i know I, I know it's weird yeah, yeah. anyway sorry um but what happened that was the thing with prohibition was you know the irish irish they tanked completely. yeah they did by this they had hundreds of distilleries in ireland by the 60s and the end of prohibition and because everybody just started drinking more scotches there were all but three irish distilleries left wow. all but three and those wow. three decided we're just gonna band together <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because they, they nobody else because yeah. they had nothing else why, why not why not because he had to oh yeah he had to yeah um and so uh, the thing about prohibition is they 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 repealed it the 21st amendment they mm-hmm. repealed it they repealed it on the federal level and so there was like states rights thing oh god so every state speaking of every guns. Every, <laughs> every state has their own law about how to go about prohibiting liquor some states are like we will not allow counties to yeah. determine it that's california california is like no uh, we are a a wet state 
And like, no county can call themselves a dry county. Yeah. Unlike in Texas. Unlike in Texas. Yeah, exactly. Texas or Kentucky or yeah. Tennessee, Arkansas, Oklahoma. Surprisingly southern Surprisingly. states. <laughs> Interestingly enough, the county where the Jack Daniels estate oh, yeah. is located yeah. is a dry county. It's so funny to me. I the place where they make Jack Daniels, you cannot buy Jack Daniels except yeah. at the distillery. At the distillery. And, you, I, I, and only in limited, limited quantities. Like very limited. You can only buy like one or two bottles. Yeah. That's the funniest thing That's ever. the weirdest shit. Isn't that funny? That's crazy, right? Like, three-fourths of Kentucky is a dry... Three-fourths of Kentucky. <laughs> Kentucky, where 90% of bourbon is... 95% of all bourbon is made. Three-fourths of that fucking state is dry. That's crazy. Like, they can't even make the money in their state off of the shit they make in their state. They can't sell it. They can't, yeah, they, can, they can't fucking sell it. Well, they can only sell it in the, oh, in the, oh, city, my in bad. the towns it, where, it's, where it's wet. They can only sell it in the wet counties. Yeah, that's not a lot But of it's counties. like, if you're a dry county, you got to drive over to a wet county and buy your, oh, buy your, buy your liquor. That makes you want to just smash my head into this microphone. It's that's so, hilarious. It's so, that's it's so crazy. stupid. And so what happens is because every state has their own thing, Yeah, that makes it hard for like retailers worldwide. Oh, yeah. Because they don't want to deal like, oh, where are we sending this to? Somewhere Kansas. in somewhere in Kentucky. Oh, now which county are you sending it to? Oh. Because you can't send it to a dry county. Yeah, of course not. It's illegal. So some retailers, like online retailers, are just like fuck that. We're just not going to freaking sell the United States. Wow. Like so, like there's a there used to be there used to be say Master of Malts. They they used to sell to the U.S. and then you stopped because they came under a new new ownership. This new ownership is like, fuck these laws. This is too complicated. It's too complicated. <laughs> now there's some who are like, we will only sell to these states, okay. and these states are the wet states. Oh yeah, yeah. So it'd be like California, New York, yeah. you know, Michigan, whatever the fuck. California, we will sell to California. Oh, they always will sell to California. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank God. Okay. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. By the way, Trump doesn't drink anything. That's, that's he doesn't take any drugs, and that's 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 like weird. That's um, I I mean, and the only person I th- I think I can think of that also has done that and is sort of famous is April Richardson, a comedian lady. Okay, yeah, that's the only person that comes to my mind like that. Who is a complete like teetotaler or doesn't do anything At, ever once. And it's like their entire if, life. If you if you're sober and I mean. Okay, let's just put it that way. Trump is sober. Whenever he's doing anything, he is sober. (laughs) Okay, I'm just going to put it out there. Trump is sober whenever he is saying anything, tweeting anything, doing anything. He is sober. Yeah. Okay? But he's also crazy. I'm also watching Shameless now. Oh, really? Yeah, I started watching it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it makes makes sense. Probably should be drinking a little bit more, Trump. Yeah. uh, Drink drink a little bit. Yeah. How about a glass of wine at night before you tuck into your Fox News? Anything. No, maybe a dr- maybe some wine before you wake up, before you turn on a Fox and Friends. Or how about how about this? You get a drink before you start tweeting like a dickhead. Oh my god! <laughs> I can think of many scenarios when it would be to, he, he a bad thing. He reminds me of that bully back in the fourth grade, yeah. and basically just never grew up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the bully in fourth grade, he's <clears throat> generally all talk and no action. Oh yeah. Are we on executive time? No, we're good. We have okay. plenty of time. Oh no, no, I'm saying because if you see the schedule, they they, they leaked the schedule. Oh, I didn't know that. And he spends that. like 
um, oh like god, four fifths of his day, like three fourths of his day on executive time. What the fuck does that so, mean? I don't know. Are we on executive time? Sure, why not? Okay, we are for the next half hour. We are on executive time. <laughs> we're gonna talk about space we, we force. Don't have, you don't have any idea what the fuck we're talking about. It could be about anything at all. <laughs> all right, we have no, we have no plans. Yeah, we're on executive. The entire time, time we're on this podcast, it's called. It should, we just cha- we change this podcast to executive time. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that name. <laughs> I was thinking, I like tweeted out, dude. Once he leaves office, you know that's going to be like a TV oh, show. Oh my god, that's his TV show, Executive, Executive time, time with Donald Trump. Oh god. Oh god. He's such a D. <laughs> anyway, oh, but yeah, um, that shit's really yeah, it's a prohibition, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it was actually the thing, like John Johnny Walker, John Walker, Shiva's brothers, Ballantine Dewars, all these guys. They were um, they were grocery store owners. Get the fuck out. They were like corner store guys, and what they would do is they would go to these the nearby distilleries and say, "Okay, I'm going to buy this barrel, buy that barrel, buy these barrels, and I'm going to mix them together. Oh, and sell them off as my own as my own blend. Oh God, and the th- that's the thing. So um, Johnny Johnny Walker would sell sell his barrels the black label." Like, oh, it was just black. It was just a black label. It didn't say black label. It was just Johnny Walker, but it was in a black. Oh, wow. And so at some point, they were like, instead of calling, it's like, call, get me the Johnny Walker. It's like, give me the black label. God, that's why that fucker's called that. And then there's a blue label. So that must have been there. Was Johnny like a- Walker Blue became the later line. Like, doers, you know, they would print theirs in a white label. So yeah. it's like, hey, get me the white label. Got you. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, it's actually a lot of the branding, labeling laws yeah. all over the world. Very much based on alcohol. That's, yeah. that's so wild to me. Another thing. Yeah. Um, you hear the term shot caller, calling your shots. Yeah. Calling the, calling the shots. Yeah. Not Sh- calling your shot. You know, yeah. you're calling your shot as like you hit a home run or you, you make a shot, but yeah. calling the shots. You're the shot caller. Yeah. Or making the cut. Those are from distillation. Oh, I, okay. So, so, I'm, so this is what I'm assuming. Yeah. Come, after the after the first fucking. So you brew. You 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 yeah, yeah. brewing, but then you distill, and there's what we call the the. It's the, like that. The first four shots, the four shots, the hearts, and the and the and the after shots. Okay. So, the four shots are mostly really highly volatile compounds, including methanol, the poisonous stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. get rid you of get that. that. Yeah. You get rid of that. You that does not make the cut fuck no that does not make the cut yeah the hearts that's makes the cut okay and the after shots that does not make the cut so okay. the still man is the one who is calling the shots <laughs> he is calling the shot four <laughs> shots calling it we're go over here get the hearts yeah. he's the shot caller that's really funny that, yeah. they, that they labeled it after like playing cards too no what happened was i look it up online is like calling the shots is an american slang term that was invented during prohibition why would it be invented during prohibition because everybody was freaking making stills they had they were making whiskey in prohibition yeah so you gotta the call senator, the shots. senator who was actually like the texas senator who who helped to pass Prohibition? Yeah. Yeah. Later on, they found on, on his ranch. Oh, of course. How many had, damn distillers? He had an illegal still on yeah, his I'm ranch. I'm going to say, how many stills did this he This motherfucker have? was calling his shots, man. He was calling the shots in his own ranch. Wow. That's so wild. And the thing is, it's the good stuff. Oh, the good of course. stuff the that good makes st- the cut. Yeah. 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 I so, had heard about that. I heard that they, you know, they take out like some portion of it before, but I didn't know yeah. that. You know, but it, it's, it's, it's about the flavors. It's about the flavor profiles. So like the, the head, the, the four shots are really bad. 
die. They're just poison. Okay. So oh, yeah, that. they're they're pure poison. But it's like the, the but when you get to more of the flavor, you get the heart, the head, the yeah. hearts, and the tails. Okay. Heads, hearts, and tails. Yeah. Yeah. So it might have something to do with cards because of the hearts. Yeah, but yeah, but, yeah, but it can't be because it's got heads and tails. Yeah. So it's like it's like an animal. You yeah. don't want the fucking head. You don't want the well, fucking. Well, you tail. want a little bit of the. He- you want it depends depends on what kind of flavor because there's some oh, flavors yeah. in the heads and some flavors in the tails you might want and it's about even the the kind of design of your still oh i'm sure taller the still the the less of the bad shit right less of the heavier flavors okay. oh okay i didn't know it was for like, about heavier flavors so if you know johnny walker has like a smoky flavor for sure Okay, so endures not so much. Fuck no. Yeah. So what happens is that that smoky flavor, they'll they'll kind of cut where the where they get the smoky flavor and they cut that out and they'll say that's doers. Okay. So doers are like they have a different and they they actually do uh, not just the distillation but the maturation process, putting it all together, bottling it. It's all everyone does it differently. Okay. Yeah. But this um I I remember hearing this thing once is that like um like after you've done all your just distilling don't you normally have to take like a fucking shot glass or something or a cup or whatever and just sort of taste what the fucking like well back in the day they well that back that's what they did back in the day and then they would die yeah because so isn't there like method, method they use a hydrometer so they measure oh, the specific gravity gotcha to measure how much alcohol is in there and they use they, it's all chemistry they you do, do that, that with beer now they now it's all mechanized now yeah. it's all computerized and they determine by temperature but back in the day yeah even back in the day, they had to use gunpowder. <laughs> gunpowder, and if it exploded, okay, that's that's not we're going to drink. We're, 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 we'll save, save that for later. We're going to save that for some we'll other. We'll put that shit. back. We'll put that back. <laughs> yeah, it used to be that in order for them to test test how strong it was they and like the fucking gun yeah powder. how good it was gunpowder. Oh my god! See if it burned. See if it exploded. Here's yeah. The, here's the funny part. So let's say it doesn't burn. So now you just got gunpowder in your fucking. <laughs> <laughs> right? Am I and then, well, then in that case, you'd be like, "Who the fuck messed up with the fermentation? Yeah, what the heck happened to the mash? Yeah, what hell? What the fuck? So then you had to go back to the mash yeah, and be like, "Fuck you! Yeah. What the fuck? Oh, yeah. You know how much money that would be? You know what I mean? Because like, and the process, oh, you have to restart well, everything. Because whiskey has to be aged. Yeah, and it has to take a while for it to just to distill it in okay. ferment. It's you know, like beer. Yeah. Beer takes like four fucking months to ferment. Yeah. Now, now, scotch, scotch. In order to be called scotch, yeah, it has to be um, distilled in Scotland. Of course, it has to be aged in oak. Uh, of course, for a minimum of three years. God damn, that's a long time. At least three for a drink. For that's a drink, a, three. And usually, fucking... they need to take about two or three years to even get the barrels. Oh yeah, but right? okay. So this is an interesting. This is another interesting thing because okay. whiskey has to, usually is aged in oak. Yeah. It has to be yeah. bourbon. It has to be fresh brand new charred american oak okay reason why is the cooper's unions what the fuck the coopers are like because you can reuse barrels oh for sure and then the coopers are like well if you guys are going to keep reusing your barrels we got nothing to do (laughs) so bourbon so they put into the bourbon laws that you have to have brand new oak barrels so that you always will have coopers in business working Unions, yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. So bourbon, in order to be called bourbon, must be at least fifty-one percent corn. Okay. If it's rye, rye whiskey has to be fifty-one percent rye. Oh yeah. 
It cannot be. It, it has to be distilled at no higher than like 125 proof. Cannot be put oh, into the. Yeah. Cannot be put in the barrel at under than 105 proof or something like that. Oh yeah, because it loses proof in the barrel, right? Well, you could. Yeah. Well, no, it actually increases the proof because it evaporates. Oh, you're right, though. Yeah. Well, Duh. but it has to be. It cannot be. You can't like basically. You can't low proof age it. You yeah. Can't, you can't. Yeah. You can't like put it in like 90 proof and put it into a barrel uh, oh, and call it bourbon. Gotcha. Otherwise, you call it American whiskey. Oof. <clears throat> It's like they call it American football. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but those are the laws. That are so Because of those laws, they've kind of been creative about it. Yeah, I bet. That's, so, that's usually what happens when you put yeah. bindings on people. They get creative. <laughs> you got to do something with it. Yeah. And again, like with the taxes, the Irish, what? You're going to tax us on malted barley? Yeah. We will just use unmalted barley. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? You can't fucking... And, and so it almost like it really is necessity becomes the mother of invention. Absolutely. It's actually so fascinating like because... This this shit is way fascinating. <laughs> Actually, so yeah, it really is. And so now, what they do? So here's the thing. So you have like guys, big companies like Diageo, okay, and big companies like Pernod Ricard. Okay, so for example, Glenmorangie. Glenmorangie is a single malt Scotch. Yeah, they're up in the Highlands. So if this is like Scotland, yeah, they're like up here. Okay. okay? They also they own a forest in Missouri. Get the fuck out. They own a, a piece of woodland in the Ozarks. Oh, of course it's in the Ozarks. So they make their own barrels. Gotcha. <laughs> is that and their way around the Clark's Oakley people? Well, here's what happens is that, okay, they need to use they need to use oak. But what they do is the Americans, they need to use fresh, brand new oak. So Glen Warrenji Company will lease their barrels to Jim Beam, Jack Daniels, gotcha. Maker's Mark, for them to use the barrels. And then when they're done aging their bourbon... Send them over to Scotland, and we will fill in those barrels with our scotch. So that's why you have X bourbon casks, X cherry casks, first filled bourbon casks. First filled bourbon casks. You heard of first filled bourbon, first filled sherry. Yeah. What happens is that they'll send in those. The first first filled means first filled with scotch. Doesn't mean it's been. Doesn't mean it's brand new. Yeah. Yeah. So they have these bourbon soaked oak barrels. They bring it in. They'll pour in their scotch. And they usually say sixty percent of the flavor of a scot of a whiskey comes from the barrel. The barrel, right? Yeah. So you're gonna have a little bit of the bourbon flavor. Wow. Yeah. Now, which 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 companies like overseas so, uh, take those fucking barrels? Every 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 of everyone. all of them. Okay. Because well, also supply and demand, it's actually cheaper. Bourbon barrels are cheaper than sherry barrels. Okay. Bourbon barrels are like probably like hundred fifty to two hundred dollars, but then sherry barrels would probably go maybe three or four hundred dollars. Oh. Because it's they're handcrafted. Well, yeah, and it's, it's com- and these fucking mechanized. companies make a hell of a lot of money. The cooperages in America they're mechanized, so they can save on costs. If you go, if you see, I saw on YouTube, like in Spain, the bodegas where they make the the sherry butts, it's handcrafted. Oh, everything God. is done by hand. Oh God! And then the, not on top of that, when you make bourbon and you make sherry. You have to wait two to three years yeah. to even... To re- reuse the barrel, right? To reuse the barrel. Because you use the barrel. You have to use the barrel for bourbon and sherry yeah, before a- you send it off to be used in scotch. So that, But then if you see all the age statement scotches, like 10 years, 12 years, yeah, 15 yeah, that- years, you think about it, you're at a business where you're literally having to wait like 20 years yeah. for your product yeah. to come out. That's like... That's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. That's unbelievable. I'm like... 
that's a that you guys are really patient people. <laughs> here, here you go. It's just, just quickly speaking of fucking like labels and shit that yeah. don't mean anything. When I, Trader Joe's. Oh yeah, yeah. Their little flyer things they hand out yeah, yeah. are so completely and utterly full of shit. I, I have a Trader Joe's scotch. Okay, look, so. When I used to work at the fucking uh, uh, chocolate joint. We used to like make so much shit for like Trader Joe's, like all those pastries and all those marshmallows and shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You'll read the story in in the damn magazine thing, that little mm-hmm. flyer they hand you. Yeah, it is completely and utterly full of shit. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, just a quick lesson on the labeling. Yeah, yeah. No, I just half see- of the stuff you will see on on whiskey and wine labels don't mean anything. Yeah, especially okay. This is, I, 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 okay, I have a love-hate relationship with marketing of vodka. I can see that. Because you know what vodka is? It's like, what? It's Corn. Neutral, it's neutral grain spirit. Yeah. Under American law, it's supposed to be tasteless and odorless. <laughs> Good okay? luck. Okay? No, no. I mean, it tastes like alcohol. But yeah. other than that, it's supposed to have no flavor. Yeah. Okay? So, what is the difference between a $10 handle of vodka yeah. and Grey Goose? No, it should be none. Should be none. What is so? Why would you market? Why, what? Why would it cost fifty dollars more? I, you tell me, doctor. The marketing. <laughs> yeah, it's the marketing. It's just marketing. <laughs> it's just marketing. It's incredible marketing. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, is tastes taste expensive? Yeah. 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 I, if you Great say good. so. Exactly. Hey, it's a psychological thing where if you buy something that's expensive, it's going to psychologically just taste better. Oh yeah, and like and it sort of boosts your ego and sort exactly. of bullshit. Yeah. Dude, this is a fifty dollar vodka. Oh yeah, it tastes like a fifty dollar. Tastes like vodka. a fifty dollar vodka. Yeah, it tastes like a ten dollar vodka. Yeah, it tastes in like a fifty dollar bottle. bottle. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, dude. <laughs> yeah, I would just think it. <laughs> but I, hey, I admire it because hey, how else are you gonna be able to sell vodka? Yeah, how in the hell else are you gonna sell? How well, else are you gonna sell it? It's like hey, it, you got it, no. But you, how you sell it is like in a mixed drinks thing for most people, like yeah. you know, screwdriver, right? But if you're gonna just, sell it to a retailer, you're gonna try to convince convince your corner store to buy some of your vodka. Be like, what? Why would I want to buy your vodka? Yeah, because it's it, it tastes better. It's expensive and it's. It, of course, it, it tastes ta- better. It tastes better because it's thirty dollars. It's thirty because it costs more, right? Yeah, exactly. That's why it tastes better. It, it, does, it doesn't taste any fucking different. That's why I always get on. Like I sort of get on people who shit all over like cheaper vodkas because that's the only drink I really, really like. If I, I used to really like. I used to drink a lot of fucking Wild Turkey One Hundred and One Rye. Sure. Oh, hey. But what I but what I drink now is like a like a cheap vodka because. I don't have to. You don't have to pay fifty dollars for, for vodka. For vodka, you can pay. You can buy a handle of pop off or yeah. a handle of taka, and that'll suit you. <laughs> and it's the same fucking flavor. What's it's that? the same. It tastes the same. What's the it one? Tastes, <laughs> it's supposed to taste the same. <laughs> What's the one? There's that store up on like 16th Street, dog. You look in the window. They have a bottle of fucking vodka that is like. Yeah, something like that, about like four feet tall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Like my, my, and it's I, like 13 bucks. Yeah, Kirkland Signature has got seven times distilled. Like yeah. And I'm like, eight times distilled, 10 times distilled. How long, How many times are you going to distill that oh, shit, motherfucker? Same shit. How are you, how, you're going to have to water it down to 40% anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's already neutral grain by the time you distill everything out of it. Once you see it's moonshine, you're good. You don't yeah. Have to, you don't have to distill it. Oh. 
anymore. No, it's we're so gonna long. distill it more. Yeah. We just gotta do it a few, few more times. Yeah, spin it through the spinner. Spin, put it back in the spinner a few more times. <laughs> you know, my grandfather, or uh, yeah, but what my what my grandfather used to make moonshine, and we would go over to his uh, after he died. My sister uh, still had a, like a big ass fucking jug of that shit. Mm. I, t- I, I took me a couple of friends over to see a concert in Detroit, where she lives, mm-hmm. and that shit. <laughs> Moonshine is it's where rough. the where the rules of like it's distillery rough. break. Because <laughs> like, they make they, they sell it now. They sell moonshine. They sell it's called they call them white whiskey. Oh really? White lightning. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've heard of uh, white lightning. New make. Yeah. New well, make spirit. Um, but the thing is, that, that's. I'm that, just talking about some homemade old fashioned. Oh, man. Yeah. In a yeah. fucking, like, it jug. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That shit is h- hardcore, dog. Yeah. And I, especially at that time, I used to drink a lot. No, but what's the alcohol content? What was the ABV for I that couldn't shit? fucking tell you. It was in a fucking big fucking oh, plastic. All you knew, all you knew is that it burned. And that is moonshine. And if I swear to God, it's Did like. Do it have any smell, what? any flavor at all? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, if it's like moonshine for like it, corn it, whiskey, yeah, it will actually have a sweet flavor. It's yeah. not. It's not. It probably was only distilled two or three times. I bet. But I it's mean, not like vodka distilled. No, no. So vodka distilled, you have no flavor. At least there's yeah. a little bit of flavor. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, it was sort of sweet. Like, yeah, or like corn, he said, it was sort of sweet. Whiskey. For probably sure. corn or wheat whiskey, yeah. Yeah, I'm guessing it was corn. It's Michigan. There's a shit ton of corn everywhere. And I'm like, oh, that's why the U.S. subsidizes corn. <laughs> yeah. Well, We're serving the bourbon people, too. <laughs> all well, the beverages, all the beverages, corn syrup and corn whiskey. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh and high fruit. Yeah, high fructose corn syrup. Yeah, <laughs> that's why. That's why Coke is cheaper than water. Ugh. Yeah. Let's not get depressed and talk no. about water. But whiskey, whiskey is whiskey is interesting. Yeah, whiskey, whiskey is, is that's that's is really that was a fucking awesome fucking story and Dude, shit. Now, too. Yeah, they're, now they're like uh, I don't, people are here. They'll be here or they're oh, outside. People are not here. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Listen to me. No. <laughs> All I know oh. is we've actually officially run yeah. out of time. Now they have like craft. They have craft breweries, craft yeah. distilleries. Yeah. There's like um, there was one up in Washington where they use Washington State oak. You know, oak is all about the terroir now, man. But what's here's the thing, oak. Can't you find oak like any fucking where? No. It has to be white oak because if they use red oak, it has a very funky smell. Oh, funky I, I could see that. White oak is the best for making bourbon and making and using. So yeah, Quercus alba. They use the in Europe. They use European oak for the sherry barrels and wine barrels. Okay. Yeah, and well, know, yeah, I forgot. There's a shit ton of varieties of oak. There's like Mizunara oak from Japan, but that's very very rare. <laughs> but oak just as as a tree. Yeah, that the, shit kind of grows everywhere, America, though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, so that's, if uh, in order to be bourbon or uh, basically in order to, for it to be whiskey, yeah, it has to be aged in, in oak. oak. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Because for I mean, over time they've realized oak is, you know, if you if you do barbecue, yeah. Because I was like into barbecue, yeah. and they talk about the different kinds of woods, woods, woods yeah, they use. yeah. Oak is like your default. Yeah. Oak is your default because it is kind of a very balanced. Smoky, it holds the heat. It well. holds the heat. White oak will and French and and European oak they will hold the alcohol. Yeah. Because otherwise, other oaks will leak. Leak that shit. Yeah. Well, that's why I was thinking when you were talking about barrels, it's especially those handmade barrels. That shit is not easy. Yeah, and that stuff is not glued. No, it's just no. held by that fucking held steel by the bands. bands. Yeah, it's held by the bands <laughs> and just by tension. And tension. That is 
That is incredible. Yes. Because it, that shit, they don't, that alcohol does not leak. Which is crazy if you think about it. Because, like, look, you can't hold a fucking ship together with just steel bands. And you got just this thing filled with, like, yeah. thin water. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. alcohol is real thin. And if you see stains <laughs> on barrels, if you see stains on barrels that have wine or whiskey, that's not from the warehouse. That's from the alcohol seeping out. Seeping out, yeah. All right. And that's the angel share. Anyway, we got to shut it down or else we I, we I could honestly have this fucking conversation for the next two hours. Yeah, we could. We could. Hey, and, how about uh, we do this? Hey, a toast. A toast. This is a toast I saw, I read, uh, that I've been picking up online. It's from the Whiskey Vault. If you guys want to watch Whiskey Vault, watch Whiskey Vault, Whiskey Tribe. Here's to cheating, fighting, stealing, and drinking. Salud. If you cheat, may you cheat death. All right. If you fight, may you fight for a friend. If you steal, may you steal a lover's heart. And if you drink, may you drink with us. <laughs> All right. Good night. <laughs> I want to realize, man. Are you on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Asiento, take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento honestly is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, First Wednesday live jazz, live DJs Thursday, parties. The food is darn good special happy hour prices all night long with your mutiny radio comedy festival ticket march 1st through 5th check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com come take a seat i had a date there and it did not go well but it wasn't the fault of the place they're very nice asiento For a burger, Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. 
Counter Offers menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offers serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Everybody should listen to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Welcome, Bender's Bar and Grill, located at 806 South Van Ness in the Mission District of San Francisco. Your favorite bar with awesome bartenders, rotating local art, and a killer back patio. It's a great place to hang out and play one of their two pool tables or old school pinball machine with a tasty adult beverage. Live music every Saturday for only $5, Bender's brings you face-melting metal and rock and roll. The last Friday of the month, Punk Rock and Schlock delivers super fun karaoke with Aileen. Come on, what's not to like? They even have counter-offer inside, frying up the tots with sexy hot burgers for your face. Open every day at 2 p.m. Their happy hour goes till 7 p.m. Benders is proud to be a sponsor of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival because they're an awesome community asset to the dirtbags who keep art alive in the mission. Benders Bar and Grill. Hi, welcome to My Limited View. I am your host, Sergio Novoa. And I'm your co-host, Vanessa Wilkins. Join us every Tuesday from 12 to 2 at mutinyradio.fm as we share stories, our personal stories. And struggles and challenges. And we'll also have guests come in and share their stories. And hopefully through all this, we can expand our view. Or your view. Yes, and there'll be plenty of dick jokes, so don't worry. It's not always going to be heavy. Yeah, I might even share black hair tips. Black hair tips, don't <laughs> anything about it sorry all so, on my limited view yes every tuesday from 12 to 2 uh oh you can if you, you can also find us on apple Podcasts. oh yeah and google play and stitcher itunes oh you already said T- that tune in radio uh stitcher you said that spotify oh my god there's just so many and overcast um yes you can also find us on social media m as in mary l as in larry p as in peter podcast mov podcast is our handle Until next time, I hope you're enjoying your view. Yes. Bye. Bye. That kind of sucked balls.
Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.Evan. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for near five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. (laughs) Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shit. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's joke workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes 